last time on The Empire's Edge. Some of his choices would be choices also to lever Zrex out of their positions of power. Good. My lord, by order of his grace, the Baron of Arkland, you are under arrest. What? Just he is under arrest? Yeah. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Not that I was going to fight. I was just... I, 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 I don't think that I should be arrested. Left fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose I'll have to give you some kind of a, a reward for what you've done for this city. So you're now not only a knight of Warland, you're also now a knight of Arkland. Even though it is unofficial, you are actually now the Baron of Morskamen. So... The Baron is quiet, and he's looking at you, Boris, as though he's waiting for some kind of a response. How did this happen? It was a, a battle. Uh, I'm not sure. A coastal town. Maybe you know, know the name of it. Uh, Tur something. Uh, Turjak, yeah. That uh, your father and brother were defending it against some sort of a, uh, uh, an invasion force. Mm. And uh, he died during that. Was the defense successful? Do you know? Uh, I was told that it was. I don't know particular details about it, but... Uh, whatever that um, Reclavinian force was that was uh, attacking, trying to use that as a base point, uh, were repulsed. Mm. Any other news? Um, only that there a great deal of your family force uh, in knights are fighting the war near the fringe somewhere. Uh, maybe 20 knights, a couple hundred cavalry, uh, under the command of your swordmaster. I'm not sure who that is. And then... Um, there's still a great deal of force, maybe even uh, up to a couple thousand, uh, that are maintaining the barony itself. I see. I assume you'll want to do some kind of a formal presentation? I, I, I would think that would be in line. It's, th there's a great representative of, of members of the nobility from the Confederation of Duchies here. That would make sense that you're elevated a baron. It, it's unusual. I've never, I've never been in the situation before, <laughs> uh, but I would defer to whatever your wish would be regarding how you wanted this to happen. Uh, you, you are uh, the Baron of Morskman. I think it'd be wise. I, I'd, I'd need uh, clothing made, uh, morning clothing, of course. Yeah, you could yeah, have whatever I need here, sure. And, of course, your permission to stay. Absolutely. Yes, yes, you have... Uh, you have the, the run of this barony. <laughs> My thanks. So I guess we're just like sitting around like, hey. Yeah, so you guys are standing there. So um, do you, uh, do either of you say or do anything with uh, this information or news as it's, as it's happening or do you react to Boris in any particular way? I mean, I, I, I'd like to roll an insight on the, uh, the uh, Baron of Arkland to see kind of like how he's taking the news, what okay. uh, maybe his... <laughs> the Baron is no longer a distinguishing term. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to specify that, right? So let's see. Oh, uh, natural uh, 19 insight would make that a 23. Yeah, gosh, with that just being so, so up there that you recognize that he's not really, not really communicating sorrow, that mm -hmm. there is no kind of grief there. It looks more like he's looking at this as being a major power and opportunity. cash opportunity. Yeah, that, uh, that he now has this person who was working for him is... A baron of uh, a fairly powerful barony way up in the Confederation of Duchies. He already has so many ties to baronies 
in the Confederation that this is just a, one of the strongest ones probably now that he has. So yeah. it's just, that's all he's seeing is opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Okay. But it's not like I'm getting any sort of a sense like, oh God, I hated that guy. So glad he's dead. But this is just a, this is mainly just a, it's unfortunate what happened. However, I see this as a really good opportunity for me. I'd imagine that in, there'd be some amount of concern too until I asked his leave to stay in the city that I'd try and usurp him. Right there. <laughs> it, it, so yeah, Jacob, your your assessment is exactly correct, and it would be a tense moment until he, until well, Boris had said, you know, buy your leave, may I stay here? And he's like, yes, of course, absolutely. Okay. Um, because well, he still has the, the the vastly superior force, but that would wreck him if he suddenly attacked a baron here, uh, in his own barony. And I don't know about Zelm, but I know Jacob right now. His mind is rushing. Like, oh no, what? What's going to happen to Boris? Because that's pretty intense. Right, because there is a civil war still taking place in the Confederation of Duchies. Obviously, you know, the, the former baron, his father of uh, Morskman, died in it. So it is a, an ongoing thing well, well to the north. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'd want to talk to Boris, but I don't want to talk in front of this, this guy. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially after we know that he's, he's, he's looking at this as a potential power opportunity. Like, or a power struggle. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, because like, maybe Boris does want to do something and and i don't want to have that conversation in front of this guy mm -hmm. yeah so uh when it's just quiet for a moment uh, he doesn't offer you know drinks refreshments anything well, it's not that kind of you had said together. we had uh, a drink in hand yeah um, we got that already okay. i guess if it's awkward and it doesn't feel Nursing out of place that, yeah. looking at him and saying it's like may we have the room um we can certainly have you escorted to a, a, another chamber if you if you oh. wanted some privacy uh, Boris, we could uh, make a, an announcement in front of the, the group that's gathered here now, or would you prefer that after a morning period of three, four, seven days? It'd be better to get it done now while, uh, while there's a feast already ongoing and they're all gathered. Who knows about it? Because if more than you know about it, it's going to leak out. Uh, it, it, I'm sure it already has. There are probably some yeah. that do know right now. So... And likely those with ties, if not to Morskman, to Quint on one side or the other, they'd probably have their own information coming in. With them all knowing and you being here, what plays could possibly already be made for your own seat? Well, the, the reality is, Fleetwood says, that as many members of uh, the noble families that are here, representatives of noble families that are here in Karn Keldley, that's known in the Confederation of Duchies. So more than likely, there are spies here as well. Yeah. So I, I, I agree. Announcement now sounds like a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. Does it seem like uh, out of place for us to have that private conversation first before we go out there? Or do we want to just make this announcement right this second, right now? Uh, no, he goes to the door and uh, he waves somebody in uh, and uh, tells that person to escort you to the green parlor. Okay. Uh, and you're taking through a, a couple yeah, of doors. Uh, a hallway. Right before we leave... Mm -hmm. um, my lord, I would ask a favor. Um, the use of your palace smith, if I may. Um, certainly. Uh, that uh, he's always on on station here. <laughs> Here's a he, sack of he, like metal. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. ask why. He, he just. You, yeah, I have you, no inclination to make uh, something. Explain yeah. until he asks. Fine. So you are. Uh, taking... He'd probably be aware that I'm wearing a hammer and not the Argolian sword. <laughs> so I'm. Betting I, he's got some degree of inference. Uh, yeah, let me actually just roll that for him. If that would be a, something that he would really, really be paying attention to. He notices that you're armed. Um, well, he, he took the hammer off me. And yeah. 
he and I have met previously while I was wearing the sword. Moment, like, Holy crap, you're wearing a hammer. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just rolled a, I rolled a very high one for him. So he, he is aware that you're, you're yeah, saying I, I sword right now. I assume he would be. Okay. So you guys are in, uh, a few minutes later, you're in a, a separate parlor. It's just the three of you. Quick uh, perception right, around so... the room, make sure there's no like... Ways for people to listen. Listening to devices. Yeah, like are there, there's are no there one... eyes wiggling in the portraits. So, exactly. Right. Like there's no one standing behind this drapery. All right, go ahead. Ah, <laughs> natural one. Well, apart from those feet sticking out Me from too. the curtains. Hey, high five. <laughs> five. Five. And when you uh, you look in a closet door and say, "Is anybody in there?" and a voice says, "No." Well, this All place right. is safe. Checks we're, out. We're good right here. Uh, Eighteen. It, Boris, it seems as though you are alone in the room, though no one's done arcade. <laughs> Including the two of us. We're not there. This right. different place altogether. All right. So, what does uh, Boris? I don't. I don't understand any of this. What does this mean? What does this mean for you? Do we have to travel to your barony now? Uh, not we. I. That I, I'd want to finish up business here, um, secure the trunk, and that we'd return to Warland and then part ways there. That I'd, I'd return to Morskaman to assume my throne, and you two would carry out the mission down here. We'd carry the mission from the throne room? The sacred mission? From no, the tower, yes. He means his baronial seat, I think. Yeah, that, that I, 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 I... Okay. Yeah, that she meant the tower. I was going to say, didn't, uh, did you not have a reason to return back to uh, Zongo's tower, or would you be parting ways from Moreland directly? I'd be parting ways from Moreland directly. It's the best route. It's a terrible loss, but it just, it makes sense. Like, I, uh, as soon as that was talked about, uh, I, it, it really, it, it sucks to, to lose Boris, but... I don't. It, I don't know. I mean, the three of us are so powerful together. We, I don't. Can, I don't know that we can complete our mission. I have an obligation to my family. I, I need to return home. Well, I, I, of course, I understand that that you have a, a family mission. I, I understand that. But this is we've been given a sacred mission. I, and how do we know? I mean, there are many things that have only worked because the three of us were together. How do we know we're going to be able to complete it? I'm sure you'll find someone. The Civil War is civil in name only. It's a religious war principally. My first and foremost mission is to secure my barony and by extension the Confederation so that the Church of Uko does not fall in the north. From there, <sighs> once that stability is gained, then... Assuming you two by then haven't completed this mission on your own or with whatever party members you deem worthy to join, then I can return and render what assistance I can. How do you man. want? Do you want me to send word to Krull? Um, I was just thinking it, about well, Krull too. I mean, I don't. Who? She's the only person who's. I, I just don't, we, we, this mission is big and who else do, have we met that we could trust to add to our party? Um, do you want me to send Look, word to her and see if she can meet us in Warland? Looking back though, Kroll really was just the first Irene Aradabaugh. She wasn't that powerful. <laughs> she was just really lucky. But, yeah, well, we could use luck. I mean, come oh, yeah. on. But I, 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 I mean, I don't know necessarily, um, Kroll exactly. I mean, we have trained, um, uh, uh, soldiers in in Boris's men, although they they also belong to to Warland. But I I know we could find someone. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, I, we just 
we just have encountered enough things that we need three. Yeah. But crawl also is very important to Weldon, be, or you know, Weldon, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she she is that one dissenting voice. Like what what uh, yeah. Victor brought up before is that she's she's necessary there, especially now that it's as much of a a hub as it's becoming. I, you have our support. I mean, you're de- you have to make the decision that that you feel is the right decision. I hate I, it. I th- it makes I sense, think, but I think I you're it. making the wrong decision. But but I'll support you in it. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise. So then when you guys emerge from this room, there is... Oh, and I'm same... sorry that your brother and your father died. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. get him a card. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you get a card? Like, sorry about your dead dad. Here's a Starbucks card. Here's a Starbucks card. <laughs> Starbucks wow. is his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the heartless, the Empire's Edge. Oh, by the way, the end of the last episode, I didn't tell you guys this before, but just um, Robin Hood Men and Tights was going right through my head when uh, the uh, butler was giving Robin the whole rundown. It's like, your, 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 your father, he died in battle, and my brothers... They were killed by the plague. And my mother, oh, she died of pneumonia while, while you were away. And the whole time you're just listing like like his father and his brother. I'm like, oh, how many more people died? And I'm just like covering it, just doing my best not to laugh because that wow. movie is just in my brain. And it would have been so bad if I had just chuckled that right then. I, I have to admit, I never think about that movie at all. Oh, yeah, no, I do. Too much. <clears throat> all right. So that person brings you back out to that that main uh, receiving room, a uh, his baronial seat, like a throne room. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you're there, he crosses from where he's talking to people and uh, steps back onto the uh, the dais and uh, calls for attention, an announcement. Um, and it, the room comes to quiet. And then he says, good people of the Confederation of Duchies, uh, you, some of you have heard of the tragic news as heroes are made, the fighting in the North is going on and both Reclavinian and Theocent are struggling for control there. Uh, and we wish well to all those Theocents who are uh, defending the realm and the faith. Hey, while he says that, can I look around the room and see if anybody like kind of rolls their eyes? Yeah, that was sh- shockingly pointed. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Who's, uh, who's looking wiggly? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, uh, perception or insight? Uh, do you want perception uh, or insight? Which one do you want? They're the same. I'm going to uh, do insight. I would have thought of insight. Yeah. yeah. 16. 19 for a 22. Nice. Uh, I can't do the math that fast. 21. Okay. So yeah, you all used to f- do a fantastic job. Uh, and there is some overlap. So if you want to look at people, you could describe just who these people are. And did you turn that around for me for some reason? No. Okay. Oh, I thought you were trying to like pass them a note. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's so, that's how I too. use paper is I write one direction, then I write the other direction. Okay. Huh. So there are a few different people around here. And you could just say that the man who is dressed mostly in amber colors, who is some sort of a, you know, a, a nobleman or uh, a courtier. And then uh, there is an older woman who looks like she has just the last um, uh, stylistic um, like, you know, taste in both dress and hair, uh, like she's a caregiver from the last generation. Uh, and then a, a younger man who looks as though if if it weren't here in a court, he could very much be a, a soldier uh, or a, a knight himself. Uh, those three Mirror just, universe Boris. Um, they just oh. just stand out that they're like, oh, please. Uh, but who had above a 20 on that? I know somebody Me? did. Oh, yeah, both of us. Yeah. The, the two of Dang you. <laughs> uh, you also notice that there is somebody that's in the livery of Ark Palace who's way off to one side 
and he has a much more subtle movement, almost like a twitch around an eye. And it just struck you in that moment as you're just like, like looking at everyone panning around the room and you see one of Fleetwood's own people who has a reaction. Zrak, smite! It was, <laughs> it was so subtle. Uh, and then there is another man that's out there in like the, the general court uh, who is in crimson. Again, you don't know names of these people. And uh, he also had a very subtle reaction to all of this too. So I'm going to make note of everybody, but very particular note of the people who are trying to hide their reactions, because those are the ones the Baron needs to be warned about. Those are the ones that are um, are going to be the biggest problem for him in the future. Yeah, that'd be Crimson and uh, his own person yep. in his own livery. And then, you know, with the, the, the people are nodding their heads. Others are questioning. You, can, you saw a lot of that, too, that... You know, eyebrows are up, you know, that the concerned look that they hadn't heard the latest news and others are looking to each other and nodding their head or, you know, yeah, I was just saying just that thing. Because of that, the very good Baron of Morskman died defending his barony. And with that, his son being here and a very savior of our city, it is my honor that I present Boris Kirsanov, the right honorable Lord of Morskman. Knight Lieutenant in the service of His Grace the Duke of Quint, Protector of the Singing Isles, Knight of the Chalice, Knight of the Key, Dragon Slayer, and Defender of the Faith. And then there is a very hearty round of applause. Yeah. It comes up from all people. Polite wave. We participate. <laughs> <laughs> and then once that dies down, it almost looks like it's naturally forming as though it's a receiving line that uh, that they're they're sort of shuffling in and it's coming in by you would figure rank yeah and uh, it's the uh, if there's a uh, the the highest ranking people are usually here uh, the wives or the children mm -hmm. of someone who's you know in in control up in the Confederation of Duchies. Uh, and so it's, you know, the, the wife of a Marquis, you mm -hmm. know, it's the, uh, the, the wife of, you know, a Baron, that sort of thing. Uh, but they're lining up and they're going right past Baron Fleetwood and you, and the two of you are standing there as well. Yeah, I guess we and stand off the side and he's shaking hands <laughs> and kissing babies. Well, they, they, if you stay up in that line there too, they'll probably, you, you would get like kind of a curt, a curt bow. Uh, yeah, you know, kind I don't of want any of that. I mean, I, I, I want it. I'm going to go wiggle through the crowd and see if I can find the uh, crimson dude and the livery person and okay. see the if I can Okay, the livery person is just standing by a door way off, you know, from... Anybody talking to him? Uh, Zellin. Not yet. Um, and again, not yet. There's no one talking to him. He's just been okay. on his station there. What about crimson guy? Where um, he go? He's like in the middle of the pack somewhere. Okay, so as he's I'm going to... That could be a half an hour from yeah, now. Yeah, or, I don't care. I'm going to go kind of move over there and see if he... I didn't. I didn't recognize any of those people, so I'll take my Kurt bows. He's okay. Literally going to introduce him to himself to me. That's I know, but maybe I can hear like who else is talking to him. Who are his friends? Selen finds herself in line, and she's shaking both of y'all's hands. Like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just you know, it's you. You find out who's talking to who because that's how you can construct who's um, mm, who fair. else is on other people's side. Yeah, I mean, what everything you just said made sense for once. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> So the, the line works through and each person, Boris, is, is they're greeting you, they're expressing like the same kind of condolence. Mm -hmm. And again, they, they look more like people who are, yeah, we've, we've lost one of our own. Yeah. That it isn't like they're, they're openly grieving. It doesn't seem There's as though you've met anyone. Reasonably genuine sympathy. Yeah. That, uh, that some people are truly, truly sad mm -hmm. um, that they might have known. 
Um, and let me just roll that on a, uh, a high low, um, that as some people come up to say something to you, uh, you get the, you know, you might not remember me, but I was. Yeah. The occasional anecdote. And they you know, say I, that I knew your father or yeah. your brother or whomever. And, and it is exactly that way that some are saying that very thing. They're like, you know, we were there at the reception, you know, at, uh, uh, midwinter, uh, four years ago and, oh, what a lovely time. And they, they, they go for a little bit mm-hmm. and then, uh, Baron Fleetwood usually is the one to say, you know, you know, the, thank you, thank you so much, and kind of moves them so the next yeah. person comes up again, and it goes through. What about, um, isn't your fiancé's mom here? Because now suddenly for her daughter to be engaged to the actual yeah, first it, son, not very... the second son, that's a big shift. Well, n- not not even heir apparent, but the... The bear, yeah. 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 Did, did we ever find out if, if she was one of the people who knew? Like when he met with her just, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like do we have any idea? That I was wondering what her reaction was. Yeah, so uh, coming through the line, she before her is that woman that all of you noticed who was a little older and had right. mm-hmm. uh, like kind of out of style by yeah. like you know a half a generation or so. Um, Whiffs of violet around her. Yeah, there is uh, the the Baron. He's the Baron himself is doing the introdu- introducing. Mm-hmm. He's right there with all these people. And again, that's probably a political thing on oh, his yeah, part. Oh yeah, sure. But he uh, he as she steps forward and she gives a curtsy. He says, uh, the Lady Sylvia of George County, and or of George Barony, sorry. And the, you would know that as being Manhurst Duchy. Uh, you're mm-hmm. not sure which one of the uh, the Marquises that is in, but uh, it is definitely not in the fringe. That is where the fighting's on both sides, sure, and yeah. Manhurst Duchy people went to the wrong side of the war, uh, but it's adjacent to that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she, again, expresses, you know, my most sincere, you know, regrets. Uh, and then just moves on. It, mm-hmm. there, there's nothing protracted there. Uh, and then it goes on for a number of minutes. Uh, and then Lady Volkov is introduced. Uh, and she uh, she gives the same kind of cur- uh, curtsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looks like she is openly sad. You know, th- yeah. that she is truly, truly sad. Uh, a personal friend of Boris's father. Um, she does not relate any kind of an anecdote. Uh, but if you want to do some kind of an insight on her, go right ahead. Not especially. Okay. Um, but it, she's been introduced. Jacob, you're standing right there. Do you? Oh, yeah, I'll do the insight. Okay. Uh, once I've heard the name and I was like, oh, that's who Boris talked to yesterday with that exact same question I asked before. Ooh, man, insight's better today. 21. <laughs> the, the pickup you got on that is that she's afraid for the lives of people, people that are close to her, that she is grieving. But you can imagine she's either very worried about her own daughter right now or mm-hmm. about Boris that if that were to happen there uh, and there's there's not a whole barony to protect them, what's going to happen here? That, yeah, no, I, that that tracks. And But the daughter is not here, correct? Correct. No, okay, she's so, back right. up home. Now, if you're you're watching them, I know, Zellin, you said a little bit ago, you wanted to ask something about or do something with No, you. I'm just kind of moving through the crowd, but around the guy dressed in crimson so I can notice who's talking to him who approaches, because crowds like this, people don't just stay in line. No, they no, muscle up to other. the people that they are friends with. and That uh, he talks to a number of people. Uh, he seems to be uh, the center of his own little clique, mm-hmm. that there are other courtiers that rally around him, uh, mostly younger men uh, that are, you know, of like fighting capacity, fighting age. 
you don't pick up on the conversations though unless you really try to get Mm-mm. very close to where they are. No, I just want to. I just want He he's a spider in the web, so I just want to know where the strings of his web go. Yeah, there seems to be a number of people. There's mm-hmm. usually a couple dozen guys that kind of roll in, roll out around him as he's moving through the line. Uh, but the next person that would come up that was of note was uh, the guy that was dressed mostly in amber colors, and he is a, introduced as William of Krupp Barony, and that is in proximity to George Barony. Uh, it's also adjacent to those in the fringe. So again, from that region of Manor yeah. Stutchy. And um, again, he uh, just gives a curt bow to um, Baron Fleetwood, a curt bow to you, doesn't even say anything. No, and then just, expect just moves on. Practically um, enemy combatant. And it, it's it's been, you know, the better part of an hour as you, you're doing this. And uh, eventually the person in crimson, you know, comes up to the front of the queue and he is introduced as Sir Justin Kelcroft. And again, you're really seeing the pattern. That is another Manhurst, duchy, barony. A Freaking traitor, l- yeah. A little further <laughs> west. Yeah, it's like these these other baronies that didn't flip, at least not openly. I was hoping that... you'd say Hevlerette so I could just deck him. Yeah, so, <laughs> but they, they share a boundary with Hevlerette. Yeah. With that, that side. Um, and then it, it continues. So it'll be about a, an hour and a half, pushing two hours going through, doing all this right, before yeah. they're finally finally done and gone. And it looks like as they're leaving, they're leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just exiting the line, doing back. Some circle in, they talk for a while, but noticeably, like with each quarter hour, the total group inside this receiving room is smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Until, oh, you said they're leaving after they've... Yes, for the most part. Some stay and talk, you know, they're chatting this, or they're waiting for someone else that was further back in the queue but eventually, that when the last person goes, uh, the room is almost completely empty. Yeah, uh, once the uh, once that's done, um, your leave, my lord. Uh, of course. And uh, he turns to one of his own people, not the guy that rolled his eyes, the mm-hmm. Zelen, um, and um, he says, uh, "Escort the Baron of Morscombe in uh, to uh, the smithy. Uh, he has some some business with uh, with our smith." And uh, then he says, uh, with and by your leave, Baron. And yeah, um, nod, half bow. And uh, he does an about face and goes off to do whatever he wanted to do, but mm-hmm. has been doing this for the last two hours. Yes. Right, yeah. This also feels like potentially my opportunity to go and touch base with Tide again, just to... Yeah, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're up here. See what he's been up to. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, a, a maze of rooms and areas uh, you realize it would have been easier to go outside and then back inside to get to where the smith is in uh, yeah. you know, the adjacent part back behind the um, Ark Palace itself. But then when you do get there, uh, there's not just a man working. There's just teams of men that are working mm-hmm. uh, on making armor, repairing armor, uh, weaponry, everything Would it have been else. possible for me to have sent a runner to Rothhaus to get the bundle? Oh, during all of that? Yeah, yeah, we can retroplay that. Yeah, you sure. Could because I didn't picture me having the shards on my person. I wouldn't think so Yeah, either. I wasn't yeah. picturing me, you know, trooping through the street wearing my backpack. <laughs> got your, 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 your hobo tote with like the stick and it's like yeah, tied up on the bindle, end of it. Yeah. It's yeah, actually the Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Open like, it up. I've got a backpack for my stuff. The hobo tote is just the Warhammer. Nice. <laughs> right. So then wh- whoever that runner would have been, would, probably would have been back within like the half hour or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, come back in and up with uh, one of your own men who that when he sees you re- uh, receive that, that bundle, mm-hmm. um, he just nods to you and uh, do an insight on him. Yeah, sure. 17. His, his eyebrows are saying orders. If there's anything else you need for him to do. Uh, take that to the smithy, please. Um, and, uh, he, he does exactly that. Uh, so that when you get to the smithy, 
that guard of yours is still there and the smithy has this bundle of metal. Yeah. And, um, you know, with deference, uh, he says, uh, yeah, Baron, uh, what may I do for you? I'd like you to take a look at this. And I you know, open up the uh, bundle to reveal the shards of the Ungolian sword. Okay, so he doesn't know that's what it is. Uh, but he looks at it, and as he's examining it, he says, um, that's Ungolian steel. It is. Sundered by magic, as far as I can understand. I would, I'm wondering if it could be remade. I, I could try. I could try re-pouring this and then working on reforging it into a sword. I've never worked this kind of metal. I don't know that I could do much more than melt it. I, I don't know about recasting it and then uh, actually forging it into a blade again. Sounds like time for an Ungorlian hammer. Yeah, on, um, so resting hand on head of hammer. What about the head of a hammer? That would be easier. It would take a lot less to do. I don't know the properties of this. But uh, there is certainly enough mass and maybe a little bit more from the blade of that sword to make uh, a hammer and give me some room to, to practice with the metal to see what to do. But uh, I could certainly, I, I could certainly try. Uh, honestly, the, the more that I'm thinking about it, I think that I could do this. I don't know that it would have all the properties that our Golden Steel has normally. I'm not sure what those abbots put into it to make it what it is. But I'll do my best, my lord. My thanks. If it's not too much out of place, then I I would ask kind of in that, if, assuming we're all here together. Or do you, yeah, I would you think so. You guys stay together. Like, uh, yeah. With that extra, uh, like whatever he has on the side, if it could be forged into something as small as potentially a dagger. That or could be... I, I was wondering if you were out to say uh, arrowheads. I was not about to ask. Oh, <laughs> arrowheads. Ooh, arrowheads. Because Didn't your even... dagger's already freaking sweet. We yeah, really. Yeah, I know, yeah. Didn't even cross my mind. However, yes. <laughs> If there are just shards of it left over, if it's, if yeah, it's, if it's not out of place over. for me, if, there, if, there, oh, if yeah, there's I'd... pieces, if there's anything like that, I would not mind taking those <laughs> and, and making sure that it's all repurposed. Argolian yeah. owl fletched hair. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Dipped in poison, fired from a... Uh, yeah, right. Uh, the, the hey, so the one thing I would like to know is, um, are you counting yourself as Dragon Slayer because of that worm thing that we killed? <laughs> uh, the three, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If memory serves, I think I killed uh, uh, two <laughs> well, of you're those. all dragon slayers. I, yeah, right? I was the one in melee combat with it. Yeah. Calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's a lot of what, initials who got chased? Your name now. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm wondering, like, how big is my title now? Right. It better be at least two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. But then when, when, you with know, the Baronet of Gryan, dragon slayer. Yeah. Which honestly isn't a bad that list just in pretty its own. Good, yeah. <laughs> or just some random hunter guy. You're doing really well for yourself. Yeah. All I need now is my own set of clicky clacky armor. <laughs> well, <laughs> good luck. I just want. I'm wondering about something about when you can as you can actually go public about finding the gate of the ages. Mm. Uh, that you say something about the honor guard of the throne of Indara or yeah, something right. that sounds oh, yeah. like nobody else could uh, could claim something like yeah. that. But when once I've built a castle title. there, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, so the um, uh, the the smith he actually says, uh, uh, "Very well, my lords, I'll I'll get on this uh, immediately. Um, I'm sure you'll be somewhere nearby. Where would I send word to Rothhaus? Uh, of course, of course, of course. And uh, he gets right to work and he starts calling guys over. So they're looking at it, and of course, as you guys are just leaving the mm -hmm. area." 
every single person working in that scene. Oh, there's like a dozen, they're, no, they're all right over there because they just want to see it. They're like reaching over each other's shoulders just to touch and it. And then because... taking constitution damage like it's <laughs> <laughs> still poisoned. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're like, me hurt. It's so sharp. The flat side hurts. Like, <laughs> yeah, Right. And then uh, are you heading just further down that, that end of the palace? Yeah, uh, over. To where, so uh, did you guys notice the reaction from the different people in the room? No, um, no, I did when, not. When he was talking about the theosense and... Yeah, I was surprised he'd make such a deliberate political stand while, as far as I'm aware, the Civil War is still anybody's claim. Yeah, uh, well, I just thought some of those reactions were interesting. Do you think that... I don't I don't know that he's going to notice those kind of subtleties. Do you think we should say something to him about... He needs to watch his back. I what's think on he those notices people? a lot of what's going on. To quote Boris from an earlier episode, nothing in a performance is accidental. So yeah, I yeah, think maybe every, every single word he said wasn't was planned out and intentional. Yeah, I so think that he was probably been... him baiting. Yeah, we <laughs> so didn't you try don't to think they need out. to be warned? No, no. I think I think he knew exactly what he was doing. But I... also, Jacob's not too well versed in how just the political climate is. Just knowing, like, yeah, there's a war going on. Maybe not knowing who's on what side because. Even the people yeah, who know what like, side they're yeah, on. Yeah, there's don't a, know what a side war in are. northern Canada. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then as you guys are walking and talking just from the one area to the other one, and you're currently unescorted, you're just mm -hmm. like, you'll lift your own. Honestly, there's a baron right there. Exactly. And so they just, you know, who's going to bother <laughs> you guys? <laughs> We're the escort yeah. for the baron. <laughs> yeah, my honor guard. But, you know, Boris would probably easily say things like, well, there are definitely houses here that are on the other side of the, uh, the, like, the political lines, the geographical mm -hmm. lines uh, that, are, that are currently reclavating controlled. But more than likely, they're theocent families, and that's why they're down here. Yeah. But so there's there's a lot of uh, like you know political up Weird in the air about sympathies that. and alliances. Right. But at the same time, he is Fleetwood has been doing everything to to consolidate his power, uh, and he's working on getting rid of the Zerks right now, ah. and that could that, that could have an effect on that. All right. So then um, you get to. Uh, Tied. Cool. Uh, hey, thrilled to see you. Good. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, there. there is no like, sir, this or Lord that. He's just like, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Yeah, it's been been too long. Fantastic to see. You. I, I got the, uh, the first, actually, I guess I wouldn't know. Was it the first set or did he finish all of the, uh, the uh, amethyst tipped arrows? I think he had like a first batch. Okay. Uh, so. And then he had the same numbers. So I think it was like another six, okay, I believe. Cool. Yeah, was I, that uh, that you have that are amethyst tipped? Because I, I told him I, I got I got the first six and then the craftsmanship absolutely phenomenal. Another project that is probably going to be finding its way towards you, assuming that it is actually able to work out, is and I give him the story. Unfortunately, the the loss of uh, Boris's um, sword, Arngulian yeah, sword, sword. sold Arngulian sword. There we go. Um, <laughs> mouth any, words. Yeah, mouth words. Any leftover pieces, I, I I want to to give to you to see if you can't find some way of fashioning them into. Uh, arrowheads or using them in some way to like stretch it out in some way because we know the properties of Mongolian steel is are, are vast but if there's anything left if these still work the way they do making arrowheads out of these because well, I'll work with the smith and see what uh, what could be done with that and um, and I'm sure if anything he'll contact me and you mentioned that to him yes he'll be in touch with me about uh, uh, shafting a particular kind of arrow what, what kind of uh, tip and mm. Things like that. And the next question is purely a, a, a decorative one. And I, I, I bring out the, at this point, probably rotting dragon claw <laughs> yeah. from, from my sack. And I say, now, well, it's probably just rotted but, to bone at this point. Yeah, yeah, or but, it's very dehydrated. Yeah. Let's hope that instead. Yeah. With that, like, I, I want to know is like, can you, and I'm, I'm picturing like, like having like the, because what we were talking about, like potentially using the claws to make like arrowheads or, or like cracking them up and doing something. I think maybe like affixing them to the top and bottom of the bow and just like, like having them like right where the, uh, the string mates and where yeah, the, the, the like, cap. Yeah, like capping 
putting it on there just to make it look a little bit more impressive. Okay, and so moving it around the handle. He's so if that. you grab it the wrong spot, you stab yourself in the hand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you use it as a piercing weapon. I can stab someone with a dragon claw. Well, they just get punch straight out. Yeah. But, he, but he says, I, I don't believe I could do anything with arrowheads with this, but uh, to put different uh, like occlusions on your bow to uh, uh, to have uh, just for the the just for the the, the impact of it yeah. uh, to have like a, a bump and a dip uh, that's here and there that'll stand out change the line uh, i could do that absolutely that i think just just to make the bow look as impressive and as to it truly is and to, and to yeah. use the claws yeah. make it like it's a uh, like an, an abrasive surface where you have these little bumps of bumps of claws yeah. along mm -hmm. the front of the bone if it Garrasp. serves a purpose sure but also well, as, I just want as it long to as look. it's not compromising the actual the flexibility of the bow, of the bow yeah. Yeah. So. yeah so are you okay if i drill some holes in this boat no no yeah, no, no. Um, all right, then, then Glue, that man. worked out well. Glue. He gives you those, uh, those other six arrows with the amethyst tips. Awesome. And then are all of you departing? Yeah, I'm going back to Rothos. All right, so your entourage of uh, your escort and many, many hundreds of people are still milling around outside yeah. Arc Palace, even though it's been a few hours at this point. Uh, your horses are there. They were taken mm. you know, to a, uh, a stable, but they're brought back out for you. And uh, all of your people are there. Uh, you can see one of your runners is still in livery, and um, and then all of you mount and are riding back with a full escort. Nice. Yeah, so um, getting back to Rothhaus, handing off reins to whichever the lads to take the horses back to the stables. And yeah, all that happens, and you guys are back into the Rothhaus itself. So. And I withdraw to my room. <laughs> okay, so... He goes I, grieving on his own. What do you two do? I want to do something that I meant to do a while ago, and I'll grab one of the uh, runners, whoever's uh, out in the front, and I give him, <clears throat> trying to do the best of the things that I've been carrying around in my backpack for the longest time, <laughs> and I give the uh, the seven glands and stingers to the runner. I say, take these to um, uh, Beckett Reed for me and ask him to do what he can to make uh, make the poison potent, uh, letting him know that I want to uh, coat the arrowheads with these. You're probably, probably better off telling him to take it to um, the uh, mortal and pestle. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Well, I mean, they all know Beckett Reed at this point. Like they, 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 they work know. for oh, yeah, him yeah, very sure. well. They yeah. work for him. I <laughs> yeah. forgot for a second that our guys are druid spies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I give them all those materials. I say, take those, take them there for me if you would. Give them the see if anything can be done with them. Exactly. Give them the normal pay that we give them for a typical run. Okay. Knowing that he was going to wind up at this house at some point today anyway, because that's where they always go. That's yeah. right. And uh, and he does. He runs right off. All right. Uh, about uh, five minutes later, uh, a new one shows up, and he's sitting on the stairs. Cool. Right, I'm taking things off of my sheet for the first time in ages. <laughs> when I have time, I'm either studying. Oh no, I'm not studying the wizard books because I'm leaving them in their secret hiding. In lemon secret zest. Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> my favorite joke from the entire series. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna need a T-shirt that's gonna say "Lemon Secret Zest" at the top, and then like I you, want a that. lemon as a chest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care if we don't sell those. I personally want that shirt. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we one of your them. amazing people designed that, and we'll buy it. <laughs> Um, anywho, <laughs> so when I have free time, I'm going to work with the Druid Circle to, um, just continue to try to remotely try to help them, um, form and make sure they're doing whatever Druid Circle should be doing to consolidate their structure. Okay. So that when, uh, Jacob, when you gave that, uh, the stinger glands and everything else to one of the runners to take over to, um, you know, to take them to Reed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zelen leaves too <laughs> and goes over there at the same I time. Could I could have saved <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. two freaking Ask bucks. Her. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, then you're working with it. So how long do you stay there? A couple, three hours? Yeah. Okay. So you are doing that, but you're also gaining insight in the formation of your own circle, uh, working with them about the organization of it, you know, where to step in and where not to, because it's very much nature needs to do its own thing. And we're not just doing this just to, to build like a pyramid club or something. Mm -hmm. But then, oh, go ahead. Uh, is he going to rebuild the circle here? I mean, now that he doesn't have the wizards as a threat and an oppression, is he going to rebuild the circle here? Does he want my help in the grove where it had been to kind of re-bless that grove? And I mean, not the grove, you know what I'm talking about, in the park, yeah, the circle, circle in the park. Circle, yeah. Right. yeah, does he want the my help location. to kind of re rededicate that, maybe cleanse it or well, whatever, ask that, whatever ones like, does? That would be fantastic, Zon. I would love that. Uh, let me just roll to see when that would be a, a ten-sider. So how many? One and then three... Um, uh, it, it's, it's only gonna be four days away is the, uh, the full moon. Uh, let's on four days, let's, uh, do a rededication ceremony of that there at, uh, Garnsdale park. Great. Perfect. And when you do get back to Rothhouse and Boris, you've come back down from your own private time grieving. Um, you all recognize that it's time to go to a particular place or to figure out what you're going to do there, how it's going to work on the morrow and yeah. that is what to do about the veda library yeah i'd want to wait personally until the hammer's been made <laughs> um, okay all right so um form the plan then what do you guys so you have your suspicions about that uh Shapanov's mission whatever that place meant or entailed is inside or beneath the veda library that's been very very much you know confirmed at this point so what's your plan going in there uh, I think accessing stairwells first, you know, um, maybe in the minarets, the three that are still standing. So you're taking natural ways down as right, much as you can? Right, yeah. Um, so wait a minute, we're, we're not going under the I was city, say, we're yeah, going... I wonder if that, I mean, actually, I guess that would probably be a, a very heavily guarded area at this yeah, point. Yeah, could you uh, even, could you, in the wreckage, recognize what area was the most guarded? Because that's the most likely. Um... There's very little wreckage to the Veda Library. It's just the one minaret that came down, and I don't know if you rolled in what direction it came down. So it might have come down, like, right across the building. <laughs> no, it, um, it did fall out. We even mentioned that, that it didn't come in and crush yeah, the, the main I, I, dome. I don't recall. It fell outwards. Um, yeah, it just crushed somebody's house instead. Yeah. So, I'm a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> so very little damage to the library itself, just that one, that one minaret-like tower. Um, so do you want, I mean, do we need to go in first with... Detecting magic? Do you want to still see what kind of spells and things? Well, I mean, detect magic is a lot easier now since we have that wand. So yeah, like that's like, like not, that's not even a, a costing us a thing or a ritual. It's just waving that that stick around. Yeah. yeah. It, how going. many times can that wand do that? Who's they? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, we all can cast it. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't. I can too. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you're this not special. You, this is why yeah, you was, read your spell that, list. That bud. was the non-attune line, right? <laughs> I, get, I get so few spells. I, um, yeah, I have four spells. So, yeah. And I think you are carrying it though, Zellan, aren't you? Yeah, no, we gave it to her. Yeah. Because it saves her the slot and the time because she's all, always the one who casts it anyway. Exactly. She is looking very thoroughly. The wand yeah. has three charges. Per, per day or just in general? Just Hold on. I don't know. The don't wand know has three charges. While holding it, you can expend one charge as an action to cast the detect magic spell. The wand regains one D3 expended charges daily at dawn. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, so yeah. we've got three castings, which would last us, what, a half hour? Yeah, a half hour. Cool. Concentration up oh, to 10 minutes. Because it's, uh, it's, it's number of and rounds And it goes 30 spent. feet. Okay. 
That's number of rounds spent when you're focusing with detect magic. Not yeah. If we're not in a hurry, I could just do it as a ritual too. Oh, true. But I mean, yeah. so, but Either also way. the it's it's basically three extra spell slots that are just for detect magic. That if you don't use them, they're probably going to come back next day anyway. All right. Well, then it sounds like the the plan's going to be that when you go to the library, yeah. I guess maybe like in looking for magic just because that could five, be interesting treasure in four or five days. Yeah. yeah once, depending on how this hammer's the hammer is going, yeah. right? That it's going to be a. Um, uh, I guess playing it as you go, that you're just going to see where you can go down, where there's openings to go down, what mm -hmm. places where... Um, what spell books we stumble across, because who knows? If, right. if multiple uh, days yeah. are going by, I do want to spend just a little bit of time, and I don't know if we'd actually be able to work this out right this second, because it's going to take a little bit of behind-the-scenes trickery, but figuring out what we can do about these tipped arrows that I have, since I have a dozen of them now, if there's any way for me to put them in there, because I know you're the way we worked it up, you're only able to have a certain number of them going at a time. Right. But I right. wonder if like these being smaller, if there's some way like maybe they're less powerful. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to work that out, you know, between You're sessions. stashing cantrips in. Yeah. So just finding out some way of, of figuring out what uh, what can be done with with these. Yeah, that, that would so be neat too. To yeah, have something else but, small in there would be really really just neat. Saying now that we do spend a couple of these days, so that way it's justified later when we oh yeah, this is the thing that happened in these few days. That yeah. Would be Absolutely. Nice just to say that. Mentioning now, so we can figure out an answer. Yeah, yes. makes sense. Um, so then uh, you could also just go to the Veda Library, not with the idea of trying ooh, to find the, while we're that, talking that, about that trunk, but stuff but, we're doing in the interim, Ryan, uh, to find the trunk, you just go there and just just reconnoiter. It doesn't have to be like you know full geared up, you know, ready yeah, for I mean, like I, you know delving into the ground. I wonder what a visit to the Veda Library would be, even if we don't have our quote unquote our ulterior motives. It might be a very different experience, or no, not might, will be a very different experience from the first time you went there. Who's yeah. controlling the library now? I'm exactly. assuming the Baron the, took control Baron. of it. Yeah. 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 Um, but we're going to say... Well, well, which Baron? <laughs> <laughs> the other when, one. <laughs> when, if yeah. you go there, I think you're in charge. Um, that we'd probably get in touch with um, uh, Larkin Silk to see who the hell has our cash from the, uh, from the sacking of... Yeah, Razia that's a Tower. good idea. Keep on forgetting about that. Yep. Yeah, because we've got a grand and a half each in silver that were owed by a circus that just ditched. Was it just a grand? I thought it was more. Grand and a half grand each. Grand and a half. Okay, yeah. yeah 1500 each, that's right. So, uh, do you, so next day, I guess you guys making a day trip down to Larkin Silks at Johan Street? Yeah, in these days, yeah, have, have, has anything changed about martial law or things kind of still, or? It, it's, yeah, nothing has changed, but it's very different because it's the three of you and in, in a particular because of Boris. Yeah, and since we don't know, or since we know we're not wanted anymore, it's, it's and again, yeah, walking around with a Baron, I don't think we're going to be stopped by too many people. Now, it's Less very- stopped, more saluted at. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very strange for the majority of the people that as you're walking around the city right now, uh, they step back and do like little half bows and little half curtsies. Because they don't generally see a baron just walking around their city. Yeah, the real time sink now is the number of hands you have to shake every single time we walk out of the house. Well, that's the point of the you know, giving space and bowing. It's actually quicker because most people are just getting out of my way. Oh, right. And he just, walks, he just walks right by. If they don't, they'll be arrested. No red lights when you have <laughs> right. ambassador plates. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something like that. I, you know, I do think I'm still carrying around. I took not just the, I took like the whole Paul. What are these hand signals <laughs> you're throwing? Oh, yeah. What are you doing with the dragon hand you cut off? Because yeah, I think... Nature okay. says mutilate things. Right. What? I think, I think I'm just going to give that the whole thing to Beckett because maybe he okay. could use it to make stuff with. I would I think so. I don't know so. what I'm yeah, going to do. Maybe with he could it. use a it. A non-Zrek version of whatever destroyed Boris's sword? Right. No. 
Um, no, no, no. Like not to do the same thing, but like doing something magical with a hand of a dragon that has some sort of a innate property. I don't know. I'm or just be a great You shout a command word and it flips you the bird. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be a great prop inside his shop. You go in and there's like this mummified looking dragon it's claw. Like, he puts it on the candy bowl. So when you go to kick something, it just reaches down. <laughs> yeah, it's inverted holding a skull that's got a candle on top because that's the aesthetic Mr. Sage wants. You could make a nice pipe tray with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the other thing that I do, do continue to do ideas. is work with my familiar so that we get better and better at working together. Uh, coordinating, communicating? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Telepathy needs training. If Jast. I've got all of this. So uh, first things first, the next day after breakfast, you guys are on foot apparently heading down to Johan Street and you get to the entryway. Do you pause at the cul-de-sac or do you keep on walking? I in? walk in. Yeah. I would. It, giving him the, a measure of respect. Yeah. You know, that, and I know how much issue he has with nobility yeah i guess he would pause but i wouldn't even i wouldn't that thought wouldn't even cross jacob's mind i would just kind of continue in there and like turning back and noticing him there i would stop for a second and and go to him and then give him a uh like a a a gesture to come in and like and waving at the the folks as i as i walk in right because the uh the the you have now been programmed in their minds jacob uh that despite the fact your nobility you're allowed in, mm-hmm. that you're just, just allowed in whatsoever, but that the other stopped. I'm not sure what Zellin did, so uh, she's somewhere right in between. But with that way forward, that would probably be all the more permission you would need, mm. uh, Boris, Works to right. enter. And um, you're, you're allowed pass by all, and it's like different people at this time of day, but it's different positions, you know, different faces, but doing the same work, the I, nonstop. I look for the it. old lady, and I make a point to, to give my greeting to her or... Or, or say hi just because you have to. Yeah, she, she picks up an arrow and just kind of like plucks the, the point of it looking at you like, dink, dink. It's like, yeah. still works. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> with a smile. Um, but uh, at the same or time. Or a platoon of guards in because she just threatened one of my honor guards. Like Schrodinger's <laughs> old lady. Like every single time I turn around, every time I can't see her, she has her arrow drawn and pointed at me. But yeah. I look back and she's just doing nothing. And It's uh, it's the, uh, the, the fearlessness of being old. It's like, what are you going to do to me exactly? I've so, already lived a full I've life. I've already lived a full life, right? Uh, no, I went tomorrow too. Oh, yeah. But then you get down to the door, and by that, by the time you get to the door, it seems kind of amazing. But whenever you get to the door or approaching it, uh, Larkin Silk is always there. That, uh, that he seems to show up. Actually, like six of them. Right at that, that <laughs> moment. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, I expected to see you. Uh, come in, come in. I always wonder, like, it's got to be. Like, someone had to have gotten word to him. Like, as soon as we're seen out there, he can't always be waiting. Someone had to have told him. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh, one of his spies watching Rothhouse. Yeah, there's and, no way there isn't. <laughs> oh yeah, and then, and then yeah, someone or statistically we use them as runners. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> All of it makes sense. So once you're inside, he of course offers you things to eat and things to drink. Uh, but a large locked box is produced, uh, and he opens it up and um, points to the individual leather sacks that are inside. Um, oh, you can pick whichever one you want. They dropped off. Uh, the uh, the money that those things that they couldn't um, find a, a fence for and sell immediately uh, were purchased outright, and they'll worry about converting that to cash. But Removing so that we a had a few names off of my list that we had we had the, the cash waiting. You need uh, to beep that one there, bud. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm in w- <laughs> waiting for us. Uh, so uh, we have not taken our shares. Um, your shares are right there, and. Pick whichever one you want. Uh, yeah. Each one has fifteen hundred in silver. Yeah. Uh, did we have we already talked about like what a, a reasonable share would be for for them? Because I think I 
as as I understood it, the share of this was um, that Inda had two on behalf of the circus. Each one of the guys that were there on her behalf had one, and we each had one. I mean, uh, like for Larkin Silk's involvement and all of them, like, have, did we talk to them at all about what we? He didn't speak up in the discussion of oh. divisions when we had that meeting. <laughs> well, then, um, like, I'll I'll make a point. Like, I'll I'll take I I will split mine in half, and I'll I'll push that towards him and just say like like for the uh, for the use of the of the steel cloud kind of a thing, and just like use it for whatever we can possibly do the best with. He says perfect and rightly so, um, and. He'll want to have a conversation with you later in like the next handful of days, uh, but this wouldn't be the time right now. Okay. And then uh, you just, what, stash the rest of it? And I'm going to very happily write 750 silver pieces on my sheet right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, I can do that too. Well, you can write 1,500 unless you're giving half to the Steel Cloud as well. <laughs> I'm not giving half to the Steel Cloud. At least 10%. You got to tithe. Uh, <laughs> given that they're not my church, no. I, know. I, I don't think they're my church either, but... Yeah, it's closer to church than not. Yeah. So, uh, but after doing that, um, that's the reason why we headed out here. Yeah, directly. stay, stop, visit, information yeah. news. Uh, only that uh, the martial law has become, like, call it level, uh, that there are fewer incidents. Uh, crime has dropped way off where it had spiked in that, that first couple of days. Uh, that things are just getting back to normal. Um, now, the push right now is what I'm hearing is that the uh, Zrak are, are being forced out of positions of authority. It could be in a month's time that there is another power struggle in this city. That's fantastic to hear. But uh, it, it looks the like the, pushed out, not the, the Baron <laughs> Fleetwood's on the winning side of that one. But uh, I'm maintaining my own uh, independence and aloofness. Uh, to share with you our plans, we want to go to the Veda Library and see if we can uh, look around there to see what, what all has changed there. Um, do you have any eyes on there? Can you give us any insight as to what's been happening over there as of recently? Uh, construction work. They're uh, disassembling the remains of the one minaret uh, and repair work underneath of it. I believe there's uh, crews that are underground. Uh, the question is, do they rebuild the minaret or just leave it as uh, a foundation, uh, make a, a garden or something like that? But uh, it's been mostly clearing it and doing uh, repair work to the houses that mm. uh, the upper part of it uh, struck. And there's an interesting idea for the Razia Tower. Move the druid circle so it's there instead. Have, a, say, have a Razia park now. If nothing else, like a monument, a constant reminder of what happens when you try to like do anything. Cross Boris Kirsanov. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking about the minaret at the Veda Library. Yeah, yeah no, oh, yeah. And I was talking about the Razia Tower. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I just, but both of them just make them becoming monuments of here's what happens when you try to cross the Baron. Well, which one? If uh, I didn't, if I didn't say that before, I forget <laughs> if I did. That Baron Fleetwood did not put any kind of a fence or a cordon around the fallen Razia Tower. That if people were down there digging to get wealth or money or gold or anything else. Building materials. He was, yeah, everything. He was letting people. Oh, yeah, no. So uh, it was just being completely just savaged after that, too. Yeah, burn it down and scatter the ashes. Makes yeah. perfect sense. So nothing else beyond that. Um, anything else there, or do you depart? No, uh, if um, I, unless you guys had any additional questions about... No, this isn't my department. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, um, thank you first time. He says, come back in four days. Will do. And um, then you guys leave and depart there. And they're all doing their work outside. We both leave and depart. <laughs> <laughs> then days go by. Uh, if there's anything else you want to do apart from that you're working with the Druids, helping out there. And, um, you know, I'd probably be working waiting. to some extent with the steward trying to find, you know, maps, especially old maps of the Veda Library. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah. So go ahead and... Um, what would that be? Uh, probably investigation, I would think, to Works find for things me, through there. Even Go though ahead. that plus sucks. 
Can I do a siege craft? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that 15. Never mind. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and and you do. You do find there's different areas, and you can tell there have been numerous construction sites mm-hmm. in it where a wall's been removed or rebuilt, uh, sections yeah. like little buildings inside the right. massive dome of the library that have been uh, built. Well, and, it's a castle. So Yeah, yeah it really is. Um, and uh, and then just that, the fortification of different areas mm-hmm. to make it still look like a pretty building on the outside when it's really uh, quite the defensible structure yeah. from uh, from the inside itself. Uh, but you, yeah, you, so you have a lot of- Doing what I can during the day to piece together potential routes, likely locations, just narrowing our search so we don't have to go over the whole building. Okay. Um, so then in about uh, four days from when you dropped off the pieces of the weapons, uh, you get a runner from Ark Palace uh, saying that he, he thinks he's onto something. Uh, and would you come to come to the smithy? And I do. Uh, do you guys go with him or do oh. you stay? Or, Eagerly, okay. yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you've got arrows invested in this too. No. <laughs> All right. So when you get back up there uh, and you're allowed through, of course, and uh, the Baron isn't even somewhere around to meet you. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't seem to be too concerned about that too. Uh, but people do like defer and move and respond uh, as though you're in charge because that's just how they're, they're, they're preset. Yeah. I'm curious, how, how does the interaction at Trained the gate go? Do we even get stopped or can we just like basically walk up to where the guard is and just continue walking without even a pause? The, there was very little pause. Okay. That as you were approaching yeah. it, it was quite a clear salute who you and are. Acknowledgement. Like they might look um, over at us like, like oh, who was this? Oh, and then and like a you, salute. Again, again bypassed the line and yeah. just went Circle right to blasting. <laughs> that noble torque thing that we got, does that, will that fit over my armor? Can I wear that on the outside of my armor so then people oh, know yeah. that I've got a noble that thing the too? Baron Warland gave us. Let's say yes. All right, so I'm going to slap that noble torque thing on yeah. and walk around with that when we're going See if we can't get a matching one for uh, 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 Morskimen. There, I was, I, could, I was struggling with the name. Mm-hmm. Something right. similar <laughs> and, to, to rep both baronies. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, really. Uh, what's, what's your symbol? Why are you balanced. laughing? No, no. Um, just that I, I just dish out stuff. You guys, you guys have property. We'll leave it at there. Yeah. I mean, you've referred to us as your honor guard. I'd like to be able to other people. I not have to introduce myself that way. Have the uh, torque to do it for me. Mm. So you get to the smithy, and uh, he's like, uh, "Oh, my lord Kursanov, uh, my lord, my lady, um, look at this." And he has what looks like from like the the haft itself might be like at the very end of it, a different kind of metal, mm-hmm. uh, but the head of this thing and a portion of the shaft uh, are all it like it's already been cast. It's already been, it's been taken out and worked uh, that it looks like it is fully an Argolian hammer Marvelous. that he has put together. Um, and he's saying the, the metal actually reworks the, as far as what power is in it, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. I don't know how to gauge those sorts of things. Uh, but, uh, it's been purified with fire and it, it would require, I think, a, a blessing of some sort, uh, maybe an abbot, uh, maybe one of their ab warriors that they could actually, uh, bring the energy of this back or make it alive. Or maybe it's already there. I just don't know. But the metal, I was definitely able to work back into this this shape, this form. You've done magnificently. You have my thanks. Thank you, my lord. And I you know, heft it, feel its weight, how it swings. And kind of in that, you're using those motions as kind of a disguise. Um, use uh, divine sense. We really, we never really talked about whether or not the Argolian sword ever pinged as a consecrated, as a consecrated object. We're usually too focused on whatever dead thing we were fighting. That's right, we really, really do. So... 
retroactively did it ding as a consecrated object? It would have, yeah, because mm. it, it is like its own little like holy place. And so does the hammer. It does. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now I wonder. Now it feels like it's it's almost like it's it's hidden down in deep. Like it's, uh, like, so it's, it's like it's, you know, it's wholly like dormant, it's dormant. Yeah. Dormant's a good word. Uh, but, but, but a little bit inaccurate too. It's as though something is there waiting to be like released. Okay. Opened up, but it does still ping. It what about magic? Do you want me to check it for magic? Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. If only we had some sort of a magical object that didn't I cost wonder. us. <laughs> so I'll use the wand to check it for magic. It does have a, a magical essence around it. It, if you had ever tried that for what the Angolian sword was before, it might not be the same, but it still is carrying something. So still that kind of muted, dormant, for walk of a better word, that yes. it needs to be, you know, enchanted, enchanted, but there's, you know, the potential hasn't been lost from the sword. That's exactly right. And uh, the, the, the potentials of that, it's, uh, it goes beyond the arcana and more into the, the religious or spiritual. Yeah. Okay. But interesting, you have an Argolian. Nice, yeah. and uh, like, kind of not wanting to be too expected about it, but asking is like, how did the forging go? Were there any leftover scraps? We worked these pieces down, and I'm glad I wasn't trying to make a sword out of this because we could not get this Argolian steel to hold a thin blade for very large pieces. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, opens up a box and he says, "But we were able to do this with six, <gasps> uh, and he has six arrow tips that are Angolian. Fantastic. Wow. Now they're not set to anything yet. Oh yeah. No, I... we've only gotten these ready this morning. Uh, and, um, you look around this forge right now, no one is working and they're all standing there beaming. Like that's all they've been doing. They're wearing the same clothes. You know, <laughs> yeah, they've been doing this they constantly. They look unwashed. Oh, yeah. Sleeping in corners <laughs> yeah, of the room. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't been doing anything else apart from trying to work, rework, and do this with metal. My thanks, all of you. Um, and then he also gives you an ingot that is uh, very small, like, uh, like four or five ounces. Okay. And uh, he hands this to you, and he said, this is what we first worked with, tried, uh, um, melted and then you know, struck with hammer, remelted, and it feels different to me. Uh, I, I feel like whatever power of your god's uko, yes. whatever power is in it, uh, might have left this piece. I'm not sure why this particular piece of metal, hmm. maybe whatever damaged it, is you know, this was the, the impact point. But he hands it to you and said, It's still yours, my lord. Thank you. Um, and with the same checks as before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'll check it for magic. For yeah, sure. why not? You've got the stuff active. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So long as and it hasn't been more I, than 10 I, minutes. I get pings from just proximity because the range on Divine Sense is 60 right. feet. Right. Noted that too. How long, exactly. how long does it last? Uh, it, it's only around, but the range is. Oh, yeah. He would have known that immediately too. where they right. were. Yeah. That it is a very quality steel ingot, but otherwise it's, you call it spiritually, potentially. Yeah, so it's not consecrated. Dead. Okay. What about the arrowheads? Or do they have that same kind of consequence? They do. Yeah, you got nice. the ping on those Yay. things too. Yeah. I wonder, like, you could, um, I guess, use that ingot to turn it into like a very, very high quality version of your holy symbol. That's a thought. I don't, uh, but I'm not detecting any, any, any like residual any magic. Ma yeah. There. I mean, no. like the badness that killed the sword didn't get concentrated in this little ingot. 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 You're saying the right ingot. word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you would say no. It seems like that point of uh, impact mm. might have actually been what 
like this was the first part that broke apart mm. that as it was like destroying the sword yeah that this ingot is actually like the fracture line right that 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 was made from that piece that ah. that piece that broke away from the rest of it and mm. that's why the rest of the sword broke from it mm. okay neat you do fantastic work and i i thank him yeah he, he nods and again he's he's beaming himself too that's 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 really good does he have the same kind of pause about him like we're supposed to pay him like the street kids or, oh, he would definitely accept money for doing something like this. Yeah, he's also salaried by a fairly wealthy baron. I, I feel like it, it would be it would it would make the most sense to pay him, or at least for me. I I'm, think I'm, you not, I'm not I'm not a, a baron. Yeah, I'll give him a, a tip. And not knowing how a silver standard works, I don't know how much is is because if we we paid a a gold or the equivalent to it, like for sometimes when I uh, yeah, that was more to keep um, them on retainer. Yeah, and then just, the silver after that was yeah. just for doing stuff. My, uh, uh, what's the word for, uh, like my understanding, my concept of how much like money is worth is so warped. I have no idea what would be a proper tip in the last. Well, where's that economics is, minor, bud? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't study it. Arn gold. <laughs> uh, if you really wanted to pay this guy like uh, as a tip for the work he's done, uh, well, it'd be it'd be thousands. Uh, for the actual work he's done on this, but to tip him, uh, probably like forty to sixty silver. Okay, that was actually be, a number I had in my head. So yeah, would I'll, be the the I'll, right range for him as a, as a proper thank you. Here's a pound of silver. <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do fifty, take him down to an even seven hundred, and just say like you do fantastic work. If um if you find it, um, I, I imagine Tide helped you with this. Get a pouch off. If I don't see him. Uh, before we leave, I guess send send him my thanks. Yeah, so the, 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 no doubt they were. They, they, he was a yes, of course, my lord. We we worked together. He just hasn't had time. I believe he's uh, was working a particular kind of wood that he thought would be a a stronger. Uh, he he grows his own ash trees uh, to to make various uh, arrows from. So he didn't want to use a pine or a poplar or anything else. He wanted a, a very strong arrow for these. But I don't believe he's already working those up. Oh, okay. So he's he's working on. Uh... The actual shafts, Full for the shafts as well. Okay, cool. I'll have uh, a show of my thanks sent to you. Oh, thank you, Baron. That that would be uh, very much appreciated. I guess Jacob just realized that you guys aren't carrying all of your silver with you too. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Heave a back>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually click clack as I walk stronger around. And stronger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's my resistance workout. It's just carrying all of my wealth. <laughs> Literally, that assuming the standard of. Um, there's 50 coins to a pound. Yours, your half of it was 15 pounds of silver. Nice. <laughs> and you just handed him a pound. That's fantastic. Um, it's a lot of silver. Yeah. So we probably had a couple guys help us carry that back. You know, while I could, it'd be a bigger backpack. And also, than just kind it, of a, it really a bag. is just, ah, oh, I need someone to help me carry my wealth back to the house. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they have an entourage. Exactly. All right, okay. so the next day, probably not later on today, but the next yeah. day. Uh, I'll have a runner send 100 silver for the hammer. Okay, Always so. Always got a one-up, man. I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't donate half to charity. Oh, that's I, a good I've, point. I've got disposable income. I, 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 not charity. I didn't donate half to fund my own secret spy organization. <laughs> Fair. Um, then, then he says. Taken. Uh, um, well, my, I, I, I'd, what I said to him was I'd have an expression of my gratitude sent to him, and then you know just have that sent to him so the the kid is holding it should i should i wait for a response i won't need one and, and I'd, I'd send you know a pair of my guards going with i'm not oh, just sending this idea. random guy with yeah. a little kid yeah two pounds of silver <laughs> as much also because 
I'd expect if, you know, Tim or whichever was sent alone, that about half of that would disappear. <laughs> yeah, be gone on the way. He's paying off some of his own debts. Yeah, right. He's living pretty high. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Tim, where did the solid gold grill come from? <laughs> Nowhere. Internet. No, <laughs> you actually find out that he's one of the people that has one of those nice houses like in uh, the Hewlett District yeah. or v- Vista District. Yeah. And he's just putting an addition onto his house right now. Nice. All right. So made out of the silver coins. <laughs> So that's taken care of. It's the next morning when you guys, uh, you breakfast and um, I'm guessing you gear up full. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So then um, that we're all in gear and then heading over. Yeah, no, yeah. Full gear. I think we've been moving all that way through the town the entire time. So yeah. all right, well, and you guys getting into the kind of the honor guard role. <laughs> and we look impressive. Right. Yeah. And that's part of the reason too. And the Veda library is not that far away from where you guys are. Yes. Yeah, so we so. wouldn't need horses or anything. Okay. So just uh, the three of you walking over there. All right. So you get to it and right away you can see there's been tons of construction and it looks as though the Baron himself, uh, that is Baron Fleetwood, has been um, organizing the repair and the houses that were damaged by the the collapse of the tower. Uh, it wasn't that extreme. It mostly fell in the street, but he's, he's having the houses repaired uh, on his own dime. You'd find that out very easily just talking to people. Um, and they're making various stacks of bricks and things and towers just all along the street, uh, the length of the street, sorry where the um where the tower fell so a lot of organization and construction there but it's still a pretty clear path just to get right up into the main doors and to go inside the place mm-hmm. so yeah we do that all yeah. right yeah, yeah. so uh, is there um like there was before are there guards that are standing out here or is it now back to like open you can you can go and you can get this information it's been now back to an open library uh no with martial law there's still definitely guards there keep on forgetting about that because it doesn't apply to us it looks like <laughs> it looks like no one's allowed into it right now uh, but then when the three of you walk up, uh, they exchange some looks, uh, and uh, the one who seems to be in charge, who, and it is some of those steely-eyed kind of guards, um, I guess you have to like roll an insight into whether or not you would recognize one of these as being one of the guys who was there from before. 16. Ooh. Yeah. 14. 28. What, was it a natural, natural 20? Yeah. Natural 20 plus 8. Zellin, you recognize that this man actually worked here for... The Razio Wizards. Hmm. That he still seems to have like kept the same when post of position. Um, oh, Look, yeah. I recognize lots of stuff. You don't know what she, I do all the time. She's in her book of, uh, or he's in her book for all like the people like he looked weird. He looked at me funny. Ah, That's right. He was number twenty three. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> but he says, uh, uh, "My lords, uh, Baron, um, why are you here? We wish to see the inside of the library." And again, they stand there for a second. And then say, of course. And then they step back out of the way and uh, the outer gate is opened and you step yourself into the library itself. Nice. So it's through those. Like, Not that... how I would have wanted to test out the Ungolian hammer, but I am a little bummed <laughs> I haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> that when you, when you move inside, it is a, um, a massive area. There's big domed areas, but you come right into uh, and just books... Uh, you know, stacks of books. It's just, it's just so full. It's amazing. You've seen so many books in your life. And as you move through it, I have the last time I was the in last here. Time you, were there, <laughs> you can see that there are what looks like buildings made inside this big domed area that cordoned off different areas. Uh, and all those doors are opened and there are very magey looking people, uh, scribe looking kind of people. And then people that are like, you know, have dirt like up to their knees uh, that are moving through and they're all talking to each other uh, and just intent upon whatever it is they're going through. 
it does look as though that uh, these are all the Baron's people, uh, Baron Fleetwood's people, and that they're working through finding out, you know, what stuff they haven't been able to get to, you know, for years, years and years, but then also, you know, other areas too. Um, roll an insight in... Uh, Can't for, they just keep the last roll? <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy that uh, just came oh, up and he right. looks about half dirty. I got a natural 19. Oh, well done. I got a four. I got a 14 again. Yeah. All right, uh, so, so twenty-three. So uh, I did keep the roll. I made. <laughs> <laughs> um, this man looks up Jacob, and he makes eye contact with you, uh, and he walks right toward you and starts talking to you as though he's known you, and you have never seen this guy before. You have no idea, but for whatever reason, he just focused on you as being a person that seemed to be the person to talk about. And as he gets close, he said, "Arcane check? Is he spellcasting? Uh, go do your arcane. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Sixteen. Um, he is not. Okay. I was like, like, why else would you be walking and talking like he's so confident? Okay. Don't recognize the whatever you're saying. But he has what looks like uh, an old map, like a blueprint kind of map. And so as he gets close, he points to it and he says, this is the spot where the wall was sealed off right here. Now we've gone through that. We've taken these things out uh, and we found a chamber right underneath of it. Uh, there was some stairs there too, but it's what we found right inside that door. I think it's worth looking. Wait, who are you? Uh, continue, continue. Oh, um, that uh, we thought, wait, are you one of the Barons people? We are. Not a lie. All right. <laughs> it's, it's not a lie. I, I like how you said that at the end. We are, not a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> David said that. I'm Baron Boris Kirsanov. Oh, I, oh, then I understand. Yes. Um, I was looking for someone else. I, um, please continue. There was uh, there's words above a door behind a wall that was broken through. Uh, we broke through it looking to see if a fracture we found in this wall had something to do with the damage that was done to the minaret. Uh, we don't believe that it was, that it was damage that was uh, done at some time in the past. Uh, but instead of just like, you know, putting some kind of mortar into the crack, we thought we'd take that piece of wall down because obviously it was a walled up archway. Uh, but then through that, we found her, well, yeah, come, 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 uh, my lords, uh, my lady. Uh, and he takes you into one of those small wooden rooms. There was a massive set of doors on it. And when you go into it, almost immediately you're on stairs, oak, uh, banister built in stone into the wall, and you're wrapping down uh, a spiral staircase going down. Um, do you proceed with him? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wait a minute. Did we see the letters that he said were above the doorway? Not yet. They're, they're we haven't gotten below. to that doorway, I okay. think. Uh, there are uh, torches, uh, like, you know, like standard burning torches, but there are also lights, like some of the street lights that are in the uh, Grangedale Park area uh, that are illuminated here. Uh, when you get down to the bottom of this, you can see that right opposite the base of the stairs, there is a grand arch and there was a wall made inside of it and it's now been completely removed. And as he takes you on through that, he points and he says, there, right there. I'm not sure what to make of this or what it means. And as you look up and see it, it's written in Kremlin, which you can read at this point reasonably. Um, you've had uh, enough exposure to it. But it reads, herein, it was said, lie the Veda. Those forgiven and welcomed by the Grand Abbot Shapanov. May they rest in the peace of Roanaga, dreaming eternally of fallen Vistar. Thanks for gaming with us. We hope you like the developing story. 
Find out more about our game and the world of Jordan at mattsinkovich.com and theempiresedge.com. Support us on Subscribestar at subscribestar.com slash the-empires-edge.